welcome back to Figuring It Out, the podcast, the podcast where I talk about everything I do know and everything I don't know. This week, I wanted to talk about a topic that I think we all relate to at this point in our lives, which is the idea of being behind. And I think that this is something that everyone in our age demographic, well, maybe not even our age demographic alone, but probably throughout your entire life, you're always going to feel like you are behind in some area or some capacity of your life. And I am happy to report that the conclusion of this episode I'll give you right at the front, and it is, you are exactly where you are supposed to be. There you go. So you can definitely take some of the pressure off of yourself. You can definitely breathe easier tonight going to bed knowing that. But I want to dive into why and how I've gotten to this mindset. And you know, I'm not perfect in this. I am still trying to get to fully accept that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and that there is no aspect of my life that I am behind in, which granted also everyone needs to be gentle with themselves when they think this, because at the end of the day, you're probably thinking this about yourself because you want to make the most of your life and want the most out of your career, want the most out of your friendships. If you are in a relationship, want the most out of your relationship. If you're single, making the most of your single life or finding a partner, whatever that looks like for you. But I'll kind of get into why we have these mindsets, where these ideas come from, and how we come to just accept, you know what, my story is my story, and this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, and everything I've lived through to now has prepared me for this moment, and that's why I'm supposed to be here now. So before we dive right into it, I'll share this little tidbit that the that a friend recently gave to me, and this is a friend who's struggling to find a job and waiting for their career to take off, but... I was sort of giving her advice on, you know, just having a positive mindset and accepting where she currently is in the process. And she was saying, okay, well, I'll probably start applying by January and then by March, maybe I'll start getting interviews. And then she stopped herself and she went, you know, when we make plans, the universe laughs. And it's so true. When we make plans, the universe laughs and it never goes according to our plan. So save yourself the struggle, save yourself the energy. There is no point in stressing about what may or may not come. But anyway, first point where I think people probably feel that they're falling behind is their career or if they're in school with their education. And that is something that is totally normal and quite honestly, I believe to be expected. I mean, think about it logically. You go to kindergarten and then all the way through high school, all you study is English, math, science, social studies, history, and a language, whatever it may be. And then at 18 years old, you're expected to make this life altering decision of what you are going to do for the rest of your life. And a lot of times those ideas of what you are good at, what you are not good at are imposed to you by the adults around you, whether it's your parents, your school teachers, your guidance counselors. So at 18, you're basically deciding what you want to do for the rest of your life, which is quite honestly ridiculous because I guess I'm 25 now. I was 18, seven years ago. The things I have learned in those seven years, what I thought my life would look like now is so different than what 18-year-old me wanted, knew about the world, or thought my life was going to look like. They are drastically different 
things. And so I went to college and I was a marketing major. I went to school in the city. I was at this big city school because I always knew I wanted to live in New York and I hated it. I had to take classes like business development and intro to business 101 and I hated it so much. And also it's actually not as fun as people think going to college in New York City because the reality is most of your friends I learned, at least in my scenario, are commuters. So the weekend comes and you're kind of just stuck to the few friends you have in the dorms. And also you're not 21. So going out is this whole thing of, well, if we get into this place tonight and if we don't, where do we end up and where do we go? And it, it wasn't as fun as I think people would think it is. And I've actually talked to a lot of people who went to college in the city and they echo the same sentiment. Granted, when I speak to people who went to colleges like Fordham or Columbia, they don't share these experiences. But even when I talk to people who went to NYU, they share a lot of these same sentiments. So I went to college, hated where I was, changed my major, completely changed schools, went to Allentown, Pennsylvania, which probably the last place I thought I was going to end up. Ended up studying theater and media and communications. Loved it because I loved what I was doing. Granted, looking back at my school, knowing what I know now, if I could go back to 18-year-old me, maybe I would have made different decisions. But at the end of the day, I don't live with certain regrets because those decisions brought me to where I am now. And to my point earlier, where I am now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And those experiences molded me into who I am today. So there's no point for me or for anyone else out there who went through a similar experience or went to study something because they thought it would make their parents happy or make their school teachers proud of them. There's no point in regretting it because in that process, you've learned certain things and you've become a more authentic and stronger version of you in that process. So don't beat yourself up if you've had to go back to school to get a master's or you've gone to learn a trade because you didn't like what you studied in college or if you're in a career now that you don't feel fully aligns with who you are because you can always make a change. You are still young. Even if you're 40 years old, you can always make a change. It's never too late. I know it's easier said than done at 25, 26, 27 than it is at 40, but it's never too late to make a change. That being said, I also think people in their career probably feel behind in their finances, which is definitely something I can relate to. I feel that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be in my career, but financially, sometimes I look at my bank account and I think, okay, this is funny. That That's cute. That's funny. And again, I know this is not a unique experience to anyone who's still on the come up in a major city or still on the come up in the entertainment business or whatever industry it may be. My roommate is a, she's in the nonprofit sector. So I know that this is a common experience across the board. That being said, your career is a lot more than your money. And sometimes I do think you have to look at certain career moves as an investment. So staying somewhere where maybe you're not making the most money because you know it's also offering you great experiences that you can put on your resume. And in the long run, staying in a lower salary position 
for a year might actually set you up to take a really crazy job in another year or two that is going to potentially double your salary. I know plenty of people who have done that. So being grounded and present in that, I know it's so much easier said than done. Trust me, I get it. But each and every day, just being grateful for whatever opportunities are coming my way and saying, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. This is how it is. And that's not to say big jumps in your salary can't happen. As I just mentioned, I do know people who were making not great money. And then within a couple months after garnering a decent amount of experience, they were getting job interviews for with salaries that were double what they were making, which I know it doesn't people are probably listening to this feeling that, like that won't happen to them, but the only person that's telling you that that can't happen is you. So just being mindful that something amazing can always be around the corner. There's no such thing as being behind in your career. You're on whatever path that you are on and that's okay. And to be honest, if I'm speaking from experience, a lot of people see my Instagram or they listen to this podcast and they think, oh my gosh, you have such a cool job. You get to travel the world. You go to all these amazing events. You have your career together. If I'm speaking bluntly, my job now is still not 100% at all what I want to be doing. And and I don't. that doesn't mean I'm not grateful for those opportunities and I absolutely do not take them for granted. And I know that they're cultivating a career that I want, but it's still not 100% what I want. And I also don't know that I still know 100% for sure what I want. I just said seven years, seven years ago, I wanted to do musical theater for the rest of my life. And now I do not want anything to do with that. To me now, that is more of a passion project that I explore in addition to my career. And I don't know what I'll want in seven years. And that's totally okay. At this age, we're learning more and more about ourselves each and every day. For example, this last year, someone had pointed out to me that they love to come to me for advice because they feel I give really honest and grounded advice and that they feel that I give really good advice. And I think, as I always say, my (laughs) experience in therapy, I think, has enabled me to do that where I really realized being there for people is something I love. And most recently, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I organized a warm clothing drive for people in New York who are in need. And that was something I was actually really passionate about and I was really excited about doing. And I would like to incorporate being more giving into my career in some capacity. Um, You know, maybe someday I own my own business and there is a whole sector of that business that gives back to people in need or offers mental health resources to people who need it. Or maybe it's a side hustle I start where I give life coach advice for people who want to jumpstart their career or they're trying to work through something difficult. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for me yet. And that's okay. And I'll learn more and more each and every day and cultivate what I want more and more each and every day. And for those of you who are maybe in a career path that you're not fully content on, some people are kind of feel maybe they are stuck in these jobs that they don't like. But 
I've actually been reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And something he talks about is taking something you love and finding a way to incorporate it into your job in whatever way that may be. And he shares his experience of working at this, I don't even know what it was. I think it was like a financial firm and he was making Excel spreadsheets all day and he hated it so much, but he loved practicing mindfulness and meditation. So he said to his boss, hey, how how about I lead a mindfulness and meditation in the office, 30 minutes, uh, just 30 minutes in office. And his boss let him do it. And it became a weekly thing. And people loved it so much. He got invited to speak at a conference. And he gave this whole talk on mindfulness and meditation. And then that basically just jump-started his whole Jay Shetty career of becoming an author and writing things like a monk and the eight rules of love and starting a podcast. And he shares stories of people. He knew someone whose dream was to become a baker on the Great British Bake Off. She started by baking something for her office every Monday. And I know it's something small, but those small things will really bring you fulfillment and And who knows where those things could lead. So again, you are not behind in your career. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. Next thing. I hear a lot of people talk about how they feel behind in romance and in their love life because they maybe don't have a partner or for people who maybe have or have not had their whole phase. They're like, damn, I'm having my whole phase a little later in life. We go through our lives focusing on different things at different times. I went through all of college, you know, as a gay guy in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I really didn't have an outlet to have, you know, romance or like a romantic partner. It just wasn't on my radar. So I was so career and school focused. And I don't regret that because it's probably how I got to be where I am in my career. But then by the time I moved to New York City, I was like, oh my gosh. I am so far behind, but the reality is I was just putting my focus somewhere else. And something that kind of brought me peace when I would tell myself that I was behind was, you know what? Everyone is a little bit behind in something because we're all putting our energies and our focuses in different things at different points in our lives and whatever makes sense to us at that time. So there's no point in beating myself up because you learn more and more the more you go. You learn about red flags. You learn what you like and don't like. You learn what you really love about someone and what you really don't love about someone. And as you learn and grow, you will figure those things out for yourself. There's no rush. That being said, I think at this point in our lives, I'm starting to see people I know find their people or I'm starting to see people I know get engaged, which... For someone like me, that's crazy, the idea of being engaged right now. It sounds so wild and bizarre and beyond my realm of reality to be engaged at 25. But if that makes you happy, that makes you happy. But I want to emphasize to people, there's no rush, truthfully, because life is forever (laughs) until you die. But my mindset has become, why would I be in a rush to find someone and put a ring on it if I do end up deciding that that is something I want someday when life is forever and there's not like any deadline that I'm putting out there is just one I'm putting on myself. If I'm going to be with someone forever, if I find someone who makes me want to be with them forever, I really, really, really want to know. So 
why I don't see a point, at least for me, and I only say this to maybe help someone else out there, why I would need to be in a relationship right now, why I would need to find my person when I'm focused on me and making myself the most amazing version of myself that I can possibly be. Granted, within reason, I don't want to let something amazing or someone who is going to make my life more amazing and make me a better version of me and encourage me and support me to become that better version of me pass me by. But I feel that it's so important to build your own confidence, go beyond your comfort zone, get to know yourself. As we all know, I have a bunch of episodes on spending time alone, really getting comfortable with yourself because you want to make sure anyone you are letting into your life is elevating it. And again, there are no set timelines. You could find someone and know after two years, you want to be with them forever. Granted, if you're still very young, 25, and you date someone for two years, there's nothing wrong with being like, yes, I know, but I would like to at least wait till I'm 30 in a financially stable spot. And we spent a lot of time together and we know literally everything in and out about each other before we decide to take the next step if that's something we want to do. Granted, I know I'm speaking from a very male-heavy perspective, and I know for a lot of females, it's a matter of they're racing against a biological clock. That is totally fine, and I totally understand that. But what I have sort of encouraged my female friends who may be feeling this way is the only hard deadline to place is the one of I would need to have my last kid, if kids are something you want, at this point. And I actually think maybe that is a timeline men should put on for themselves as well, just because you only, as you get older and older, your energy levels decrease and you probably don't have the energy to keep up with a two-year-old at all ages of your life. So to maybe ease this mindset, put a pin in that age, whatever age that is for you. I think for me, it's probably like 35 to 37 of like, okay, I would not want to have a kid after... 37 hands down that is absolutely the latest i would ever have a kid fine 25 now 12 years fine i would be okay being a single dad for me i don't believe that's my ideal situation but if i don't find my person by then or if i don't have a person out there that's totally okay i will be okay and that is something i will do for myself by 35 37 fine now if you're a woman fine, put that pin. Let's say I know one of my friends said the absolute latest, she would want to start by 32 and be done by 35. But in thinking about all that time between now and that point should bring you some ease of, oh my gosh, so much can happen in that time. I really don't know. So that's another thing. And also, like I said, life is forever. And some piece of advice that I love is never be afraid that you're going to be alone. Always be afraid you're going to be with the wrong person. And I do just want to share this analogy that I actually shared with a coworker of mine recently as we were sharing relationship stories, relationship advice, but I think it also could totally pertain to career advice. And I was saying to her, because she's a little bit older than me, she's 29, and I said to her, you know, I've recently discovered for myself whether it is my job or my relationships, to think about it from this lens. But imagine that I took a diamond and I threw it into the woods. And then I said, okay, now go find me a rock. And you would come out of the woods pretty quickly with a rock. 
And then if you came back and I said, no, actually go find me a pretty rock. Okay, you go into the woods. It would probably take you a little bit more time and you would get something kind of close to the diamonds, maybe like kind of nice, like good enough, good enough. And you'd probably take a little bit more time than just finding a regular rock, but you'd eventually find a pretty rock. But if I said, okay, now go find the diamond, it's not going to be easy necessarily. And it's probably going to take you significantly more time to find the diamond. Obviously, because finding a diamond in the woods is not an easy task. It would imaginably take you, yes, a very long time. So I like to think about that when I think about career trajectory or relationships, how long it really takes to find the diamond. So hopefully, for those of you who get that analogy, I told that to her. She loved it. Some people don't get it, but I think it's great. (laughs) I came up with it, so I'm trademarking it. But for those of you who may feel like you're behind, you're not behind. You're just looking for the diamond. Also, something else is that at some point, you're going to look back on all these moments of life and say, oh my gosh, thank God I went through that. It molded me to where I needed to be today. Thank God that didn't work out or thank God things worked out this way because you're going to look back someday and it's all going to make sense. And quite honestly, you probably... If you feel like you're behind now, you'll probably never get to a point where you actually feel like you're on track. So we really need to get away from this narrative of telling ourselves that we're behind or that we don't have it figured out, which you're never, you're always figuring it out. So you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Be grateful for where you are and find the little joys in what it means to be where you are. Find the little joys in (laughs) budgeting and eating the same thing for dinner every night. Find the little joys in going out with your friends and not being responsible for anyone except yourself. Find the little joys, if you don't have a job, of not having a job and be able to go out on a Thursday night and sleep until noon the next day. There is so much joy in that. So accept where you are now. You are exactly where you were supposed to be, and someday it'll all make sense. And that is all I have for you this week. If you like this episode, please be sure to follow the podcast and leave a review. Also, be sure to look at the description to follow us on social media. Until next time, everyone. Ciao, ciao.